0: Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome Podcast with your host, Uri Jedi. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we take a moment to acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to connect with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness in their individual journeys. Our hope is to encourage you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. Ask anyone who's been in a serious, committed, and ongoing relationship about the key elements that are part of their particular formula. Chances are pretty good the following are never far. Teamwork, commitment, transparency, communication and please leave the ego at the door. My next guests are a special pair. Had them on my radar for a while as i had been keeping up with their powerful, funny, genuine, and refreshing content over the past year. Centered around their core beliefs encompassing the promotion of healthy lifestyle habits, whether through a proper nutritional regimen as well as regular physical activity, their content is a welcome breath of dynamic optimism. You'd think it'd be all about working out and eating right with these two, but it's so much more. Indeed, Diana and David Gonzalez, happily married, seasoned parents, and proud bearers of matching undercuts, seriously, had such an honest and touching story to share, it was humbling to be on the other end. A journey marked by challenges, compromises, and victories, growth has been a constant, certainly as individuals, but more importantly as a couple and a unit. Their kind and thoughtful words remind us how we should always nurture our core and cater to our couple. Because after all, isn't that where it all started? So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 75, with Diana and David Gonzalez. Here we go. But the, the large part of the conversation is basically about what I think that you guys exemplify. And I'm not just throwing these words out there. It's really an example what you guys are setting in terms of collaboration, teamwork, positive message, fitness, health. And just, you know, just the basic core of what you guys are putting out in terms of positivity, in terms of fun, and just, like, you know, trying to live your best life. So, first off the bat, I want to thank you guys for that. That's because it's a really powerful message you guys are putting out.
1: Well, thank you for having us, So Yeah,
0: thank you for
2: having us. Thank you for inviting us. We were really pumped and excited when uh, you told us, you know. To come on the podcast because it was like, oh my god! I guess the the message is starting to get through to some people. No, so definitely, it's a, it's a really good feeling. It's a really good boost to keep on doing what we're doing.
0: You know, really, the really well, one of the reasons I wanted to tap into you guys because something like you know, I'm very human and I'm very open in all these conversations. I always try to learn as much as I can from from my guests. And over the past couple of weeks, I've been following you guys a lot. Because the, the, the powerful word that I get from you guys a lot is communication, collaboration, and teamwork. And it's always very important. I'm going to throw this question out to Diana. What would you believe are the core values that keep you and David going?
1: Wow. Um, I would say, well, like you just said, communication. Thank God for David. He likes to ask questions to to know how i feel like sometimes when i'm mad i don't want to talk but he's very persistent mm-hmm. and he wants to fix it you know and that's a quality that i really admire um, and i try to change myself you know to do the same so yeah it's about that it's really always trying to, to make things work because we got married at a very young age and we were alone for uh, like to deal with all our problems and stuff. So uh-huh. because Perfect. of that, I think we were able to know how or to find the way to make things work and just leave the problems in the past.
2: David, you were going to say something? No, she said we got married young. And I have to add, we got married with a child.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Because um, we had our first son a few months. Well, she was already pregnant when we got married. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they say a child is supposed to help a relationship. In Mm -hmm. our case, you know, a child makes things complicated. Complicated. Yes. So to follow up on what Diana was saying, I think communication, uh, raw, uncut, direct, uh, no holds barred communication has helped us a lot. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that is off the table when we're talking to each other. And when I mean nothing, I mean absolutely nothing. I can't get into details.
0: No, obviously, but, of course, we're trying to be in a safe space. So I understand, <laughs> I respect that.
2: <laughs> but there is nothing we can't talk about um, with each other. So I think um, being able to to be comfortable to communicate with one another has been one of the things that has kept us going.
1: There's, I was, I wanted to add something. There's sure, something please. that that um, I'm very. <sighs> Um, how can I say, direct. Amen. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, when I, if it's somebody that I really love, like family or friends, I am going to tell the truth. Whether it hurts or not, I'm going to let you know what I think. At least you will know. You know what I so mean? So there's a lot
0: of trust in that. There's a lot of trust in, you know, just being open with that person you're talking to i believe
1: exactly yeah
2: i think um that's something i've learned from her i've always tried to be a little bit more cautious when talking to people in general Mm -hmm. um and sometimes you know you'd rather tell a white lie than tell the truth or kind of brush over something instead of confronting the issue directly whereas she goes straight to to the dot and as i tell her she's brutally honest so um i think it has it has helped a lot also sometimes she tells you the truths you don't want to hear um Mm -hmm. this whole fitness journey started because of a brutal truth (laughs) i got told seriously (laughs) yeah I mean, I'll I'll sum it up. I'll sum it up. Um, basically, what I was told by my dear wife <laughs> was that I was inconsistent and uninspiring when it came to fitness. Damn. And that went straight to the heart. <laughs> so basically, she had to turn to other sources of inspiration to Mm -hmm. keep her motivated in the fitness thing because we had decided to work out together and get fit Mm -hmm. together. She Mm -hmm. was being consistent. She was following through because she's, you know, a fitness addict. Mm -hmm. And I was slacking off as usual because this, you know, was our, I don't know, 10th attempt of of getting it right. So the fact that she told me that it went... It hit a special place <laughs> and I was like, all right, I have to be consistent now. I have to follow through. And you know, it's almost been two years now and it's, it's proven given, given results. I think that's even why we're on, we're actually on the podcast now. So she was right. It was tough to hear, but she was right.
0: That's the great thing. And I really thank you, David, for being so open about it, because that's a lot of vulnerability. And again, with that word being trust, again, tenth attempt, you know, you might go at it and just, like, you know, just, just uh, you know, dig deep into the Instagram say, oh, you know, they got their shit together. But, hey, you know, okay. ten attempts, and, you know, you had to get some brutal truths, but here you are sticking it out. And, okay. you know, going back to Dana again, you told him that very harsh truth, but there's, I believe, a lot of... um well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you didn't give up on him, I believe, you know. It, it was upsetting, but if you're trying 10 times, is that there's still a lot of hope that you know he's going to follow through at some point, I guess.
1: Exactly. Um, I've tried and tried many times. I was like, come on, let's go work out. Sometimes we're like, okay, yes. Sometimes we're like, oh, I'm too tired and stuff like that. But, like, I would get mad for, like, a week. Then I'm like, okay, and I try again, and I try again, and you know or sometimes I'm like, "Hey, there's that new program let's try this let's like I for me, I don't want to be um alone in it, mm-hmm. okay because I have my parents that are like a great example, they've been going to the gym or working out every day since I was a baby mm-hmm. so um I wanted that, you know, I wanted to be able to share that same, um, I'm not going to say passion, but it's something that I really enjoyed and it helped me get all those, the stress out. Like for me, it's like an escape, you know, when I work out. So, and I know him, he was going through, you know, some hard times from time to time at work. So I wanted to see if he could if he could feel um, the same way that I feel when I'm working out, you know? So I kept on going every time.
0: <laughs> I, from my understanding, that is like, you know, this same joy and this same, um, this same thrill that you're getting from your own activity is something you're trying to share with your spouse. And it's, exactly. it's not you imposing, but it's you showing your own form of affection towards him, is what I'm getting.
1: Yes. Exactly, okay. actually, yeah. Um, the thing is, um, back when we were in the DR, and he used to complain that he had, like, backache or, you know, many different pains, but I knew it's just because he wasn't working out, you know, like, doing a little bit of um, exercise, and I wanted to help him in that way, you know, so that's why I kept on pushing
2: And you know, did you ever feel forced on it? Never, because you know, I I I'm someone who's enjoyed, uh, who's always enjoyed sports. Mm -hmm. I've never been a super addict, sporty person. But you know, back in high school, I was on the volleyball team. I always played soccer. I I started lifting weights. I was fifteen or sixteen, so I always enjoyed sports. But I always had an issue. Which was a consistency issue. So I could start something, do it for a few months, then I would give up, and then I would um, go back and then give up again. And then when I got to college, I totally gave up on any form of exercise for multiple reasons. And then we got married, and I was really overweight. I was at my highest. You know, you're just married. Your wife is cooking delicious Haitian food for you. Who's Mm going to say no? No. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gained a ton of weight and then we decided after a few years of being married um, to start working out so she, she really started and I kind of followed so it wasn't her forcing anything onto me um, it's just me that wasn't able to keep up with her um, until you know we had that conversation and then I had that switch that flipped inside of me I was angry for a while, and Mm -hmm. then, you know, now I'm the one showing her fitness videos, and I'm the one (laughs) telling her, let's do this program, and I'm the one. So now you're on a roll
0: now. Yeah, I've been on on
2: a roll roll for for a year and a half, so.
0: (laughs) That's great. (laughs) uh, We're heading
2: in a good direction.
0: But I appreciate the vulnerability because you're, you're very open about, you know, your, your progress because I saw the charts and the graphs and the apps and the reports that you're doing on yourself on, on, uh, on your IG profile, so that's really cool. And I was just want to ask you, how important is it or how difficult is it to accept each other's individuality? Because from what I'm hearing, like in the beginning, you know, then I really, really had to pull you out of it. But as with many couples, you know, there's always one person who's, you know, more into it than the other. And how, 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 how would you suggest that, you know, or recommend? Cause we're not, we're not couple therapists, right? But how, what would be your tips, you know, for couples trying to get into that, you know, that grind, that, that mindset of like, okay, let's try to do this together. Cause some people are more fit than others. Some people want to do it more than others. But so what would be your tips?
2: Well, the first thing I would say would be not to force anything on anyone. Um, she never forced anything on me she always uh, showed the example and I just wanted to follow you know if if somebody if you see somebody doing great you want to do great too so okay. she was sort of um, how do they say they say teach by example so she was mm-hmm. working out and she wanted me to work out but she never forced it onto me because mm-hmm. I was always the one saying alright I want to do it I want to do this I want to do that Um, The first thing. So the the first tip would be don't force anything on anybody. Second thing would be, um, they always say a marriage is 50-50. I don't believe so. I think a marriage is never 50-50. It's actually 60-40, 70-30, 100-0 sometimes, and it varies every day. Because Uh sometimes you will have somebody that's 100% in the marriage and somebody that's just on another page and then it switches on and off all the time so know that it's a constant work it's constant effort to make things work so nobody's gonna be on the same page all the time and people need to understand that i don't know if 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 i explained myself correctly
0: no, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense yeah. because we're not, we're always changing, right? Because who I am, and I, I told this, and this is a personal story, is that I told this to my wife, like not, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, we are not the same people we were 15 years ago, because we've been together 15 years, married for 10. You know, we're not the same people we were when we met, we weren't the same people when we were when we got engaged, when our first kid, second yeah. kid, house, job, exactly. new job we're always changing so there are going to be days where you're out of it there's going to be days where i'm totally like 100% there's some going to be days where i want to cry we're always different exactly. people so that's what i'm hearing from you
2: exactly that um you're you're as you said you said it perfectly we're we're never the same people we were yeah there are some core values of our personalities that that don't change but we evolve with time and the last thing I would say would be patience. Yeah, <laughs> patience. <laughs> patience is a very important word because we started um, exercising together in 2014, I would say. We were never consistent. Well, me specifically. I was never consistent until 2017. So you're talking three years of... This battle between my wife and I for consistency and for, for us to embark on this journey together. So basically her waiting three years and me trying to be consistent for three years. And then finally, beginning of 2017 is when things kind of started, you know, rolling. And we finally decided to share it with the world in August of 2018. So, I would say almost two years after. So, you're talking five years of trying something before deciding to share it with the world. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I wanted to add something also because, for example... I remember there was a way I liked to work out, and then when I tried to introduce it to him, he didn't like it. So has me? It, I didn't mind, you know, whatever workout it was. I just wanted to share it with him. So every time I would try to find a new type of weight, like whether it's hit workout or um, weightlifting. So finally, we found. What we like, the both of us. <laughs> so we stick to it, which is the weightlifting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so keeping an open mind also would be fourth advice, I would say. I wanted to keep it all oh, open. Okay. Being open minded to things,
1: try is- new things until you find what you like. So you
0: have to, it's a, so there is a give and take. It's never, okay, your way or my way or let's, it's exactly. mostly, you know, yeah. well, let's try this. Okay. But <laughs> see, there's there's something, there's something you talked about nutrition a little bit earlier though, because, okay, we were talking about, you know, the, you know, the Haitian, Haitian food.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Our first year, I remember being married. Um, like at home, I was never used to eating rice all the time, like every day. So that day, I decided to change. I, I cooked, like, I think it was potato and um, plantain and stuff like that uh-huh. with meat and salad. So he came from work, and then we started eating. He was like, all right. So he was like, okay, so where's the rice? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, where is the rice? I'm like, there's no rice. Oh, he was mad that day. I was like, what? (laughs) No way. So I had to tell him straight up. I'm like, look, I am not going to cook rice every day because I do not eat rice every day. (laughs) So, but I tried, you know, I didn't do it like, I didn't cut off the rice right away, but I did it Mm -hmm. gradually so he could get used to it.
2: Yeah, it was an, an eight-year process.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, there's that word. There's that patience word again. Yeah, exactly. patience
2: is, is very important. Um, yeah, well, you know, we've, we've changed. We've completely changed the way we eat. Um, mm-hmm. We've learned so much about nutrition, about processed foods, about how sugar is, you know, the ultimate drug, And, um, I've tried many, many diets and, um, we've gradually changed our nutrition over the years. Nothing has, like we said, nothing has been forced and I've Mm -hmm. kind of followed her lead in that sense. And Mm -hmm. like we were saying, keeping an open mind, um, nothing remains the same forever. So we're constantly changing and constantly evolving and, um, Nutrition, I kind of forgot the the question of the, the no why I was of the asking
0: question. about nutrition because like we're talking about you know we were talking about you know adapting to a more physical a consistent you know physical regimen, and since you guys talk a lot also a lot about food uh, you know in addition to your fitness. I was just wondering how hard it was, you know, to adopt that curve into curbing, you know, your, your foods, your, your, your food intake. Cause like, you know, cause again, somebody might be like me, you know, I'm like, I just love my fast food. Cause I, my wife also often complains, I eat, you know, like a horse, but I don't gain <laughs> much weight. And that's where yeah. genetics fall into play. I'm very active and everything. Yeah. So in, so you don't, you don't want to change the entire menu for the house. And again, imposing it. On someone, so I'm just okay. like you know very curious as how to how how do you adapt you know a different food lifestyle for your entire household because you guys have kids you know so it's always yes. weird and how to just you know I'm just really curious as to how you adapt the household to a, a new food regimen.
1: Well, thank God, our youngest boy he loves vegetable. He's almost vegetarian, <laughs> so. Um, I have no problem with him. So he would eat um, normally, you know, rice, um, all the vegetables and meat. It's my only, it's the only, um, the oldest one that's really, it's a hard <laughs> work. Um, but really, um, what we do, actually, we cook of food for us, I would say, mm-hmm. in a way, because we don't eat a lot of rice, we don't eat pasta and stuff, but we don't want to take that out, like, for the kids, completely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. from time to time, we give them um, pasta or rice, but also we try to add a lot more vegetables. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. So, they can get used to the way we eat.
2: Like we we've learned a lot about nutrition and how to eat and what's good and what's bad and whatever. So for us, um, we, we kind of so far we're cooking separately because we we made the transition for ourselves and it was a long process. But we made drastic changes in the past few months. I would say the past few six months, mm-hmm. and we don't want, we don't want to do it as drastic for the kids. So we're gradually having. Both of them eat better, but like Diana was saying, the youngest one is three, so it's easier with him. The oldest is nine. So, you know, it's kind of a tougher curve, but we're, we're, we're slowly making it work.
1: And one thing that I've always done was I never bought cookies or chips. You will not find those things in the house. No okay. I'm not sleeping like-
0: over your house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So no cookies, no, like, like now the kids don't eat cereal, no milk, maybe okay. almond milk.
2: Yeah, we give um, up on dairy.
1: No more, exactly. They have cheese, yes, but no yogurt, no milk. Um, there's a lot of things you're not going to find in the house. So the fact that they don't find it, they're not going to ask really for it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's like kind of a way to start earlier Start
0: earlier for you understand it's better to start early
1: yes exactly so
0: there's a lot so what i again and that's a really big example you guys are setting in terms of um because there's that word a word i really enjoy which is not just about you know consistency but it's very much about discipline because it's one thing to you know follow the lead as a husband should but (laughs) it's also having to um To have the discipline, you know, to follow through because it's not going to be easy. I also heard that. And it's also not going to be simple because you guys, as David said, because you're just making a lot of drastic adjustments, but it also needs patience because it's not going to happen overnight and there will be a lot of trial and error. I'm taking exactly. notes here, man. I'm learning a lot today. Wow, <laughs> but on on the sh- on for like for the both the short and the long term, you know, just taking tips from you guys, you know, again, I understand that you know we're not we're not just trying to just like you know put you on a stand, but again, I'm just trying to learn as best I can, you know, just say just say for example, you know, somebody wants to make one one very simple but beneficial step, you know, towards you know changing you know, their diet per se. Okay, what's what's one big change you can do? Like, you know, the sugar. You know, how do we gradually eliminate sugar, would you say? Dana, now, now, what would you say? You know, since so, so, you know.
1: For the sugar, I would say would be gradually not, for example, not taking juice.
2: Well, even before juice. I mean... Because you're super healthy. Excuse <laughs> me. She's always been super healthy, so she can't relate to the rest of us <laughs> mere mortals that used to drink a lot of soda and a lot of yeah burgers. I like, she's somebody soda. that was always she she was eating clean. She's now she's eating super duper clean. Okay. Um, the but, thing um, is,
1: um, with I have learned actually because I used to have a lot of stomach um ache Mm -hmm. when I was very very young and I could never understand why and it was very painful and annoying I would miss class because of that so I was trying to find a way like to stop it so at a very young age I was not taking any sodas no um, greasy coffee. food or coffee, like many things I had to stop like at a very young age. So I think that's why I can't really relate right now.
2: So what I could say <laughs> for the mere mortals is, first of all, drink a lot of water. Um, okay. A lot of people don't drink water. The easiest thing you can do, our bodies are made of mostly water, water. Um, Think of it like this. Uh, If you stop breathing for three minutes, you're dead. If you don't drink for a day, you're dead. If you don't eat for a week or two, you know, it's a longer time period. So breathing right would be the first thing. Drinking plenty of water would be the second thing. And then gradually eliminating Refine sugar sugars. as much as you can. That would be the okay. start. So when we say refined sugar, we're talking sodas, we're talking all, all the juices in the supermarket. Um, because sugar, what it does is it it makes you want to eat more without prov- without providing any type of specific good nutrients, right? Okay. Um, and there's a difference between getting sugar from a fruit than getting refined sugar. When you get sugar from a fruit, it comes binded to, bound to the fiber, and your uh-huh. body is able to process, process it correctly. Whereas when you drink soda, you're just drinking that sugar, and that sugar is going to get transformed into fat, which is generates a lot of complications for, for your body overall. Okay. So, you know, to start, it would be that. It would be um, drinking a lot of water and gradually removing sugar. And then we can get into more complicated things
1: like... But when he said uh, removing sugar, it's added sugar. Okay. Right? Because everything actually has sugar.
2: Yeah, every processed every food processed in the supermarket food, has sugar.
1: Even bacon...
2: Even fries. Do not attack attitude. my bacon,
0: man. Come on. Like leave my bacon alone.
2: Bacon. <laughs> I'm not telling you not to eat bacon, but, um, the thing is if you're conscious about what you're eating, you know how to eat it. And that's, that's the shift we've made the past few months. We followed a course and we learned how to eat correctly. And you know, now we're able to control our weight and to know, okay, if I eat this, it's bad for me, but I'll eat it anyways.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I can uh, counteract the, the I can say, bad effect of this with by eating this and that. But, yeah, yes. bacon has sugar and McDonald's french fries have sugar. That's why they're so good. Leave and my and yeah, bacon alone, man. Leave my <laughs> bacon out of
0: this conversation. <laughs> what did bacon do to you? <laughs> you bunch of healthy people. <laughs> no. But it's, a, it's a beautiful thing because I hear you guys bouncing off each other and there's obviously a tremendous amount of effort and understanding and, you know, again, collaboration that went into this. And this is not something that happened overnight. So I really want to tip my hat to you guys. And um, I want to flip it just a little bit. What happened? Because, again, you know, we we bounce off each other. We support each other. We communicate with each other. But what happens on those days, on those mornings where somebody, I'm guessing not Diana, but somebody is going <laughs> to say, like, you know what, I can't, I, I'm not feeling it today. You know, I don't feel like the workout today, you know, because I always get um concerned because relationships are often a lot about respect, you know, respecting other people's, you know, limitations, you know, other people's motivations and other people's individualities. And that's very important in a couple. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to understand, you know, what would be your dynamic in terms of, okay, I don't want to go to the workout today, you know. How how does that play out, you know, in your dynamic?
1: Um, actually, it happens <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, sometimes when I'm very tired, really, like I had a long day at work, um, or the night before I went out and I couldn't wake up, then I'm like, you know what, I'm not gonna stress it. I'm just gonna take the day off today, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and. David might go, and I'm not gonna be like, Oh, you can't go because I'm not going. (laughs) But it actually um, pushed me for the next day to keep going. You know, if he goes, then I feel like, Okay, I need to go back.
2: You You heard that? David
0: took the lead. (laughs) I have it. I have it on tape. I have it on tape. Don't worry, my man. I got you. I got you.
2: But um, to make it a little bit broader, Mm-hmm. um we we were talking about that recently we've never had huge arguments, meaning we've never raised our voices too much at each other. We've never said anything to each other that we could we couldn't take, take back. back. We've mm-hmm. never cursed at each other. yes, we've had very angry and very slightly violent conversations not physical but <laughs> <laughs> but um we've always been able to talk things out so i think that has translated into this journey also where you know one when one person is kind of feeling down we don't make the other feel guilty we understand that it's something that happens and it's just you know a bad day mm-hmm. and um when we have the arguments, as any couple, you know, you spend a few days where things are not um, um, great the at the pleasant. house. And, yeah, and <laughs> the most pleasant. And, you know, one has to take his ego, put it in his back pocket, and go talk to the other one and, and work things out. So it's been a process. It used to be much harder to do in the past. But we've learned gradually how to how to do it better now, you know, ego, well, another advice is, you know, you can't have ego in a relationship. How come?
1: There's sometimes you have to be able to put it aside to make things work. If not, I mean, you're going to stay mad for like a very long time and sometimes for no reason and during that time there's so many things that you could do like i feel me when i when we're in a like we're don't talk to each other we're mad at each other or something i don't feel like myself and i don't like that you know i i don't like not being able to feel free to talk to be happy to laugh cuz we're always laughing we're always joking and when we don't it it affects me, and it affects my mood, it affects um, my mood at work, so I don't like that, and so that's why I, sometimes I try and put my ego aside and be like, you know what, we gotta make things, make it work.
2: So so we try not not to argue when we're angry, we wait until we're calmed down, and then you know, sometimes it takes a day, sometimes it takes three days, sometimes it takes a week before we're able to communicate correctly, but we wait. We've learned with time that it's not good to argue when you're angry, and we you'd wait. you think it'd be so obvious, right? Yeah, you'd think so, but it took us a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. And also the fact that we have the kids around, they feel when we're not in good terms. Yeah, when there's tension. Exactly. And I know it affects them also. So, yeah, that's why I think it's important to put the ego aside.
0: <laughs> well, ego, I've learned, uh, and it's only, you know, when you've been together for such a long time, especially, you know, one of the strongest relationships, Some pe- the most seasoned relationships will tell you that. Ego has no place in a committed relationship because exactly. ego, when ego overlaps judgment um yeah. like you said you know it can only cause not just friction but irreparable damage so it's best mm-hmm. to just like okay everybody goes in their own corner doesn't mean i don't like you doesn't mean i love you less Oh, well, most of the time it doesn't but <laughs> but you know it's better to like you know like when i said okay let, let the storm calm down and then we'll yeah. come back and just like sit down sit it out like listen like let's let's deal with this you know so yeah, exactly. I thank you. I thank you guys for being so open about it because again, this is some truth that some people need to hear, you know, because we're not just talking about, you know, stability in both, you know, your health, but also your mental health and your emotional health. Cause yeah. again, you, you were two souls who came together and who are walking this road together. So it's not going to be easy because as we were saying in the beginning of the conversation, we're always changing. So, you know, the language has to adapt eventually. I'm going to throw this off to, to, to David. How has Dana helped you grow over the past 15? If you look at day Worldwide. one and you're looking at <laughs> 2019, just one, just one aspect where you feel like you've grown thanks to Dana. Uh,
2: well, the first thing that comes to mind is consistency. I think that, that, has, that has always been one of my flaws Where I'm, I don't have a problem jumping into new things, new projects. I'm not scared of taking risks, Um, but once it, the excitement is gone, and then you know you have to really keep and grind to get the results. Mm -hmm. I get burned out fast, and I have a tendency to give up. So I think being consistent at anything. I mean, even washing the dishes. Um, she has helped me a lot in that sense. Um, she, also, she has also helped me at um, saying exactly what is on my mind. Because I was raised to be polite, to be cordial, to be politically correct, to avoid hurting people's feelings. And I think sometimes you just have. It's better to be brutally honest and lay it the way it is, even if it hurts at the beginning. The end result is usually better because you let that other person know exactly how you felt. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be with you know by saying, by cursing or by saying anything bad. You just Clearly and concisely say what you think. She always does that and I think I have learned that and I, I've grown, um, that yeah, sense. So these are the things that come to mind. There's so, there's too many to name. Um, Obviously. But yes, I think it's these a are long, the main, it's a long road. Long ass road. <laughs> but um, these are the two things that come to mind, you know, um, being totally honest and um, being consistent at everything.
0: Okay. Now, Ms. Dan, is on the spotlight now. Same question.
2: <laughs> How do
0: you um, believe that David has truthfully and honestly helped you grow?
1: He has helped me in many ways, but I would say specifically to, be, to take risks. Like he just said, he's not scared of taking risks, but me, I was... And I still am from time to time, but he taught me, you know, you need to push through, like, if you don't feel your heart beating fast, it means it's not, um, it's not important, you know. So, yeah, he learned, he taught me how to take risks and actually take action. Yes, that's one thing. (laughs) Um, So you were a
0: lot more cautious before
1: Yes, a lot more. Like I have to plan. I have to see everything in front of me. But him, he's like, no, that's the idea. Let's do it. Let's try. It. If it doesn't work, then we'll do something else. <laughs> so he taught me how to be more open-minded. Also, um, yeah, like <laughs> that's, there's so many of them. But really, is to take risk and be open-minded. Okay.
0: This to just get back to what Debbie was saying just a little bit, you know, because it. What what I'm trying to highlight is the fact that you know what, a difference of upbringing, a difference of education, a different of lifestyle. I guess again, family values and everything. Disagreeing does not mean a confrontation. Does not mean uh, necessarily have to need the friction. But as long as we remain honest on a certain level of communication and respect, we can make it happen. There's a lot of that going on right now between you two. That's what I'm hearing. We
2: agree, we agree to disagree almost on a daily basis (laughs) for everything. I mean, we are it might seem like we're always on the same page and whatever, but most of the time it's one following the other. So it's like, all right. I don't agree with you, you want to do this, we'll do it your way. If it doesn't work, then we'll try my way. We do that all the time with, you know, no ego, no harsh feelings or whatever. We just know that we're on this road together. Sometimes one is going to be right, sometimes the other one is going to be right. Um, but we're not married to our opinion, we're not, you know letting our egos take over, so we're constantly... I mean, last week, we we had something we didn't agree on, <laughs> and, and we decided to go Diana's way. She wins most of the time, by the way. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> but, you know, this is... it's it, It's something that a
0: lot of people don't want to take into account, because I you often fall into the trap of thinking you have to be right to make the marriage work. I don't believe that it's about being right. I may be mistaken, but I don't believe it's about being right. It's about what works for us. You know, somebody exactly. else's formula is not necessarily the best formula for us. You know, yeah, you have exactly. to try stuff out.
2: You couldn't be so right. I mean, you, you said something that's very, very important. Um, we have... Well, it's probably noticeable in our pictures, but we have matching haircuts.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and what I want to say is if you look at many other couples and stuff like that, a lot of them won't take certain risks. A lot of them won't do certain things because they're scared. And we discovered that we need to do whatever we think works for us. And the matching haircut is one of these things. It might be funny, it might be quirky, it might be weird to other people, but we like it, we enjoy it. It might not be totally socially acceptable, especially in Haiti, for a guy to show up with a ponytail and Mm -hmm. for a woman to have the side of her head completely um, shaved But that's what worked for us, and we've learned not to care about opinions. As long as we're not hurting anybody else, you know, we do what works for us.
0: It's the foundation of you. You know, that's the thing about Haiti, you know, having grown up back home, and it hasn't really, you know, changed that much. Everybody knows everybody. So it's another way of saying that everybody knows your business. So kudos to you guys, you know, for just, like, you know, standing your ground and, you know, just doing, walking your own path into your own way and doing your own thing. And that's admirable, you know, because you you get you fall into the trap of being so socially acceptable, you know, because again, your parents, your co- your colleagues, your parents, your parents' friends, and your parents' parents' friends, and your parents, <laughs> friends, and your parents' you know, church. So it's it's everybody, right? But yeah. you know, once you accept yourself, and it's all about confidence, and it's all about that's again, right. confidently relying on each other. Like, are you good? Like, yeah. Are you good? Like, okay. So, so if if we're okay. If you're okay with this decision, if you're okay with this, you know, process that we're both on, then we're good. And we're let's good. make it
2: happen. The, the rest of the world doesn't matter.
0: So, congrats also on the video, guys, on the YouTube channel. So, um, so it's, again, <laughs> the, the New Year's Eve workout one was a really funny one. It's was like, man, those two are really <laughs> intense. My people. That's my people right there. Consistency, <laughs> man. Consistency. <laughs> it's all about motivation and inspiration, man. So yeah. uh whose idea was it to actually launch the channel?
1: Well, take Mr. David. is <laughs> <laughs> the one that likes to take risks.
0: But it's fun. Oh, you know, yeah. it's just it's you guys just like doing your daily thing, just like, you know what? Hey, might as well, this is us, this is what we do. And it's it's yeah. really fun. It's really fun. Yeah. So what are we on a weekly schedule? Are you are we still on a weekly schedule?
2: We're definitely trying to be. Um, The idea is to have two two video two uploads weekly. um, One Wisdom Wednesday, well, which Mm -hmm. is on IGTV also, where we have one specific topic we talk about. Mm -hmm. And then the other video will be either a vlog or either about fitness or about food or just a fun video. We have. We have a few things cooking
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, that, well, we actually wanted to upload this weekend, but due to Haiti,
1: <laughs>
2: we weren't able to be ready, but yeah, we're going to try and have a weekly upload.
1: Exactly.
0: Guys, I know the evening is like no coming to a head, so I don't want to keep you guys up too late, but uh, again... I really, really want to tell you how much fun it's been to have you guys on the podcast. They are at Undercut Live. Und- uh, Undercut Life yeah, Yes. Undercut <laughs> Life. But uh, no, exactly. seriously. Like, but on the real, guys, like seriously. Um, I want, again, uh, to tip my head off in both appreciation, uh, respect, and affection. Um, thanking you for everything that you're doing. Positive energy notwithstanding, you guys are a terrific example. Of what you know couples you know need to do for themselves, That again we 're not trying to copy paste, but we 're just trying to show that you know every couple has their own formula, you just need to find your own, so I want to thank you for just being so open about your own and it 's a beautiful thing you guys are doing. I wish you again nothing but um health of course <laughs> i 'm not worried about that one <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but seriously continued success uh in everything i love what you guys are putting out it's a terrific thing it definitely falls in line with what i'm trying to promote here on the podcast and again i this is how i close off all the conversations um just floor is yours a positive quote uh thought a uh, call to action anything you want to leave the listeners with for the evening so they can wake up tomorrow and take that next step towards awesomeness
2: Well, um, thank you, thank you very much for having us. Um, We were really excited, really happy to be a part of the podcast. Um, We think you have a great platform and you're sharing awesome knowledge. we can be awesome, like the name. (laughs) And um, to all the couples out there, just like we said, be patient with each other. Remove that ego from the relationship
1: and remember where you came from like why did you start why were you together like 15 years ago or 20 years ago you have to still you have to have that same vision together
2: exactly and um it's okay to agree to disagree yeah
0: (laughs) appreciate it guys This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We do love to get your feedback, so please drop us a line. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review. We always do appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.